Welcome to A Raw Perspective, A Fresh Point of View. I'm your host, Richard Anthony Wallace. All right, happy Father's Day. Happy Juneteenth for those that have celebrated Juneteenth, which officially went as a federal holiday in the United States. So we got Juneteenth and Father's Day in the same weekend. Now we can have Juneteenth, but we can't talk about critical race theory. That's another topic for another day. But hope you're doing well as we still navigate a global pandemic. We are still in the midst of a pandemic. If you're part of the, the richer nations, the ones that were part of the G7, yeah, y'all got vaccinated or have the choice to be vaccinated. And you can start your, your lives according to the CDC. But there's there's still people choosing not to be to be vaccinated, rightfully so. That's that's their choice. Uh, but well, let's not kill people over following rules and regulations, especially what happened down in, in Georgia where a store clerk was unfortunately killed because she asked an individual to put on a mask, which was the policy of the store. And senseless violence caused that person not to not to exist on this planet anymore. And that, that's very sad, very disheartening. So if you aren't going to follow the rules and regulations, then just stay in your own corner. But, but yeah, that's 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 something that shouldn't have happened. So that really that really bummed me out this week. Um, and it's a lot of things that are that you know that are laying heavy on my mind. Particularly with Father's Day coming around the corner. And this will be going on man. I mean my father passed what, 2018? So 1920. So this would be year year three. Yeah, year three of, of Father's Day. So another milestone. Three years without going anywhere for Father's Day. Usually it would go to church. Then you go to church and then we would go to Outback Steakhouse. If you've listened to my, my previous podcast about my father, it's always been been stories that have been told. And it's also interesting that when any topic that is pertaining to, to my father, it's usually my most listened to podcast, which I find very interesting. I don't know if it's individuals resonating with me about my love for my father or hearing my pain and and empathizing with, with that I it's or it's because he's the reason why this podcast started who knows uh, but I always found that interesting that through the analytics because I know who's who's listening who's not listening uh, to to the podcast and always during anything pertaining to my father or the anniversary of his passing those are always the highest most liked most watched videos so I found that interesting as, as I progressed through but but Father's Day is coming up um, 
and Father's Day is here. And how do I feel after year three? Uh, still numb. Still. It's, it's still a raw feeling. No pun intended with the, the podcast, but it is it is a, a fresh feeling that that a pillar of your 28 years of existence is still gone and it it sucks man <laughs> it really really sucks and that's that's how i i would describe it those that have lost uh, a parent or have lost two parents uh, they can definitely empathize with how they're feeling. You, it's it's an ebb and flow of of losing someone that you truly love and care about. Because uh, there'll be moments in my life where I say, "All right, I need to go call my dad." Haven't talked to my dad since 2018. I can definitely hear his voice, but I I don't go into my voice messages or or look at videos because those those memories even though I had them it it makes me sad because that was the time that he was alive and now he's not here with holidays passing by his birthday passing by these are just regular ass days now. Yeah, they used to have meaning. They used to have value. We used to celebrate these times, but now, with him being gone, yeah, what what what's the point? And that's that's where I I, I am, um, especially during this time. Like, I am I am not a father, so I don't have any. Any next of kin at, at this point in my life, um, I I hope to you know I I hope I have that that privilege to to join in a union and and help create life with my my spouse and successful pregnancy for both mom and kid. That's that's what I pray day in and day out. Uh, and have that that privilege to to be a father because if you had an opportunity to meet him my father Richard Dwight Wallace he was probably one of the most kind-hearted genuine individuals that you would ever meet and if you saw my mother with my father yeah they they were pretty much polar opposites uh, my father was even killed, mellow, laissez-faire. Well, my mom had the more boisterous assertiveness to her, which which a happy balance. And I usually lean towards the the calm um, in in this household. Growing up, so yeah, my dad was was my best friend as far as the parental figures. Not any slight towards my mother it's just me and my father clicked a lot more I don't know if it's because it was male bonding we had like interest um, 
those were the things that, that we would we would do together. So we would sit down, we would watch sports together. Typical dude thing to do, watch basketball together, especially during this time and in the month of June is the NBA playoffs, NBA finals. This is where we used to cuss out the TV. Me and my dad would always be trying to root for Chicago Bulls, but they never amounted to anything <laughs> during during my my years where I actually had cognition of what was going on in basketball. Sure, I was a child back when the Bulls were winning, you know, six championships, three peat, double repeat. That. Yeah, past 1998, I'm like, oh, I finally understand basketball. And got me into basketball camps. Dad signed me up for those, and then he was cheering me on. I wasn't I wasn't the, the, the fastest or, or the best, but he was definitely there to, to support me. And I, I miss those, those times because I'm going to take you back to when I was playing basketball. And it was the the parents versus the kids. And obviously the kids think that they can beat the parents. Me being eight, nine years old, thinking that I can beat my dad in, in basketball. Obviously they're they're letting us win when you think about it. But just giving you that sheer confidence of of having the adults letting us win. And then they would turn it on like a minute and a half before the quarter ends, and then they would just, like, dominate. They would just throw the ball over our heads because they're clearly six feet tall, and we're, like, four feet tall. <laughs> and my dad hit a half-court shot. I thought that was the most amazing thing in the world. It, it was those things that just made me emulate. Like, man, my dad was really the coolest. And I, I don't have that opportunity to to like actually physically, you know, dap them up. And it's it sucks. It's sad. It's really sad. Like one of the things that I always wanted to like try with my father was before I, I, I joined the fraternity that, that I'm in with him was like, oh, what's y'all secret handshake? Especially when I was younger. And he's like, I'm not telling you that. And I will always try and, and figure it out. So you got to earn this. You got to earn this. So time would go on. And I, I finally got the opportunity to, to earn it. And, and he was there during my my crossing to to the fraternity that I'm a part of, which is Alpha Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. He was there. He, he saw me cross. And that was probably one of the proudest moments that, that I saw of him. I've never seen this man... I cry, pure joy, pure happiness. Well, I, I did, but yeah, he was so proud, and I finally got to do that. Uh, that the hand, the handshake that 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 we do. That's still a secret that I'm not telling y'all. <laughs> but I finally got the opportunity and privilege to to finally learn how to to do that. Um, That, that was a cool moment with my dad being there. He, he flew from Chicago to, to Kansas City. I would pick him up. And, yeah, he was there for, for, for all of it. And I, I'm really grateful that he was there during my initiation process.
other things that I, I, I remember with my dad. Oh, man. I used to love hearing his stories as much as... During the time, I didn't. But I used to love hearing his stories about Waukegan, Illinois. He... He was so proud of Waukegan, Illinois. Um, that's where he grew up. It was it's literally near the border of, of Wisconsin. And he would always talk about, this is where I first lived on Judge. I used to live up in the attic. This is the pool that I almost drowned in. And so-and-so um, helped me. I walked this uh, this white girl to school. And back then, that wasn't... That wasn't uh, wasn't cool to do, but I was a, a trailblazer and, and walked the white girl uh, to school. Uh, I was bold, is what he used to say. <laughs> Stories like that. Um, he would tell me about how he used to wake up at 5 in the morning working blacktop and landscape. Since my grandfather was uh, in the land landscape and asphalt business. Self-made millionaire. And dad was like, man, I can't do this for the rest of my life. My dad was very skinny, but super strong. If you, if you look at photos of my dad in his younger years, I'm like, wow. <laughs> man. Like, yeah, he was he was really, really, really skinny guy with a big old afro. <laughs> but people always compare him and me the same because we look exactly alike during the time. The only thing that was different is he couldn't grow a beard and I can grow a beard. But if you look at pictures of my father and pictures of me, I'm just a bigger version of of my dad. But we, we look exactly the same. So he could not go on the Mari show and not claim that I was not his kid. Hell, we sound exactly the same. So the voice that you listen to right now is the voice that I picked up from my father. Hell, my brother Kyle calls me saying, man, I just want to hear your voice because it sounds like dad. And I never thought <laughs> that would resonate, but I'm like, my voice is my voice, but if it sounds like my dad, that, that's cool. And he was truly a father, father figure. I mean, even even though that me and Kyle didn't live in the same household uh, growing up, he would still do things for Kyle. I know he would try and go pick him up. I know there was different challenges between Kyle's mother and my dad, uh, but my dad tried to make it work to the best of his ability. Um, he only can do what he what he could do, and I, I admire and commemorate him for for trying. And I think my brother Kyle knows that my dad tried. And I'm, I'm glad that my brother had an opportunity to, to meet up with with my dad before before he passed. I know they went to the Cheesecake Factory. And I know from the longest time, I think that's still his Facebook profile pic. Um, of my dad and him. And just looking at the joy on their face. Uh, despite what had had transpired through life, my dad had the opportunity to 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 meet with his son Kyle. He he had an opportunity to meet with everybody, and I think that's 
the beautiful thing about this story is he got to meet everybody. I think the only thing that's going to pain me as I, I continue and, and I, I'm hoping for a long, prosperous life. Like, you know, hopefully be able to to live in another country. Hopefully able to to get married. Hopefully help bring children into the world. Um, to grow old, you know, these these are the things that I that I want to do that my dad was trying to do, but life took him short. Like I, my goal is to live past 61 exponentially. I would like to flip that 61 to like 91. And if I'm feeling good at 91, keep this party going as, as long as I can. I, I know that that takes genetics, takes environment. You only can do so much for that but when it's your time it's your time but I feel like I got a whole bunch of life left in me a whole bunch of life and I want to make sure that I'm doing things like it's going to pain me when, when I do you know getting married he's not going to be there and in the aisle it's like well shit my dad's not here to watch me on, on, on a on a great day or you know, if I have the privilege of bringing children in this world, dad is not going to be there to, to lift up his grandkids. Sucks. <laughs> really sucks. Those are the things that, that will, will pain me, but they say time heals all. And I'm hoping that time does heal all. And... Grief therapy has been has been amazing. It's helped me navigate my feelings about losing my father. Even though even my my therapist lost his father, being able to resonate with that uh, as as time goes by, navigating challenges of of working with my mother, especially who's still grieving, and and that's that's always a a challenge as well. <laughs> but I think it's been helpful if you have the privilege to go to therapy and have the means to do so. Do it. It's a nice venting tool. It definitely helps. I want to leave on a positive note because my dad wanted to always leave an impression of, of a positive note and the words that still stand by me is to live life and that's what I'm going to continue to do and what that means is just live the life that you have to the best of your ability no matter what roadblocks circumstances take place in, in, in your life you got to continue to live life if you realize that everything in this life is temporary. Uh, everybody is going to to meet their end. Uh, 
well, the end of this life. We don't know what happens afterwards. You got a whole bunch of theories, whether you believe like the, the religious aspect of the afterlife or you just go into blackness. You, we don't know. Um, no one's ever came back to tell us. Be nice, but no one's ever came back to tell us. It might be the best thing that's ever happened to us. You never know. Uh, but I'm not trying to find out or, or rush my life away because life and death is truly in the power of the tongue. So I... I say this in the I want to live a long, prosperous, productive life with as little stress, little anxiety, little worries as possible. And those surrounded by me also have long, prosperous, productive lives. That's what I keep saying. So I'm going to continue to live life. If you do have fathers in, in your life or father figures uh, show them some love and support because they, they they really really hold it down um, even if you don't have a, a great relationship with with the father fatherly figure um, I mean it, it, it's your choice if you want to bridge that gap I know it, 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 it takes takes two to tango. But if you're really wanting to, like, bridge that gap, have some closure or or something, or if, if they're still around, reach out to them. But I hope as I progress through life and I just see a, a great life for me, I know it's going to take some hard work to get to the life that I want. However, I do see a, a great life for me and my, my family, the, the lady in my life, everything. We're, we're we, we going we to enjoy what this world has for us. I guarantee it. So until next time, my name is Richard Anthony Wallace. This is A Raw Perspective. Peace.